Hello. Yo. Yosh, what's up, man? How much? What are you saying? Eh, can't really call it. just finished eating dinner a few minutes ago <laughs> same 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 what was for, what, what was for dinner man uh man it was an it was an order night it was chinese food bro uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. uh, oh no polenta with no oxtail no, no. polenta <laughs> with no oxtail no. you know not not today you know i mean <laughs> we, we, we figured we'd eat you know eat like the common folks you know just uh, to show our solidarity you know yeah yeah solidarity solidarity <laughs> <laughs> right. just, but I mean, not that you will care, but I just, you know, did some roast snapper or grilled snapper. Oh, you know, yeah, man, whole snapper yeah. with you know with some sounds, sweet potato, like... some Jamaican sweet potato. Not okay. just like just not okay. like the North American style sweet potato. Yeah, yeah. Like I went to the Caribbean grocery and got yeah. some sweet potato. And man, I mean, you're like yeah. if you want if you want to say that I've inspired you, I appreciate <laughs> it. You know, uh, <laughs> it, it's my pleasure. My humble privilege to serve. So, mm. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. Well, welcome to Oxtail and Salt Beef, Salt Beef and Oxtail. Mm. This is the world's most popular podcast, named for you know meats. <laughs> right, this, is probably, this, is, this is probably not true, <laughs> but I'm going to say that. That's all right. Um, That's all right. Um, for all you know who are listening everyone knows who i am so who are you introduce yourself introduce yourself uh let's see so i am uh i am your honored cousin uh you know brother from another mother and um you know living down in new york in the city or whatever not and uh yeah been invited on the show to 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 politic (laughs) yeah 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 so all right so one of the things you know when i started this was you know i just really want to talk through what people are doing to survive this pandemic. Mm. All right. Yep. But before we even get to that, I, you know, if you're comfortable, you know, why don't you tell the good people what it is you do to make a living oh, or you. whatever, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, I'm in uh, like uh, amenity management. So it's um, essentially the company that I work for. We uh, manage like luxury properties and that kind of stuff. So like um, any amenities that may be involved in those properties, whether it's like gyms, pools, sauna, steam, massage, any, any, literally any luxury amenity, we manage it. So, so I manage uh, sites for my company. Okay. Yeah. All right. And um, that sounds like a people business. Yeah. I'm assu- uh, so I'm assuming the pandemic has fucked with your life. Uh, yeah, no, it definitely has. I mean, you know, like we, you know, New York shut down on, uh, basically March 17th. So from then till now, you know, still, we're still shut down, or at least my industry is with no, no timeline as to when we're going to actually reopen. So it's, uh, you know, it's been, you know, a little fucked up, a little frustrating, whatever, but yeah, I'm still, I, I'm luckier than some cause I had to, I had to let my whole staff go, but I actually managed to retain a fraction of my salary to kind of keep going. So, you know, mm-hmm. so w- give me, give me like two, three things that you've done mm-hmm. during this pandemic that have kept you sane and have kept me sane. Wow. Uh, so, okay. Let me see. So I actually, I, I bought a Peloton, which, which is completely left of center for me. Cause I'm not a Peloton. Like I'm not a spin guy. You know, I used to ride a bike outdoors, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm my main claim to fame is kind of you know, jujitsu, like martial artsy stuff. So, you know, but um, since I've gotten this thing, I've ridden it damn near every day. Like this, this is like it's almost a saving grace for me right now. Um, so that's probably thing one. Um, thing two, I've taken up cooking like a mother. Like I mean, I always cooked, but like I, I never really explored as much like traditional Caribbean cooking as I'm doing now, or like even like off the beaten path, like far East Indian, like curries and stuff. Like I'm making, you know, four hour meals and shit and, you know, killing it. <laughs> so, so, so would you say you've got a specialty now or something, something down pat that you're like, yo, you make a boss. 
X, Y, Z. I mean, you know, I would, I, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say like, there's nothing new yet that I would say is, is amazing because like I haven't, what I haven't done is repeat any of the dishes. So like I've made doubles, I've made curries, I've made, you know, um, different chickens and meat and goats and whatever not, but I haven't hit any of them twice. Like, I've whoa, never made whoa, same. slow, slow, slow down. Did you just say to me you made goats? Yeah, I did make a goat, bro. <laughs> like, a, like a Caribbean Jamaican style goat? Yeah, just fam. Like, yeah, fam. Yeah, fam. I actually forgot. I meant, I actually meant to post pictures. I had it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of glad you forgot that. I'm kind of glad. It was a while ago. It was like back when this whole thing first started, and I didn't think that, I didn't think the quarantine was going to last more than like a month or two. So it was like week four. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Just, you know, eat the food, call it a day. <laughs> all right and, and so okay so like what did okay give me give me the process tell me what you did when you were making this uh, goat. so i mean well actually so i let the thing i made a i had a rub whatever it was off of a recipe actually but you know so i i created a you know made a rub got all the herbs whatever not um rub down the goat blah 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 um threw it in the fridge let it marinate for i don't know it was close to 24 hours because i didn't cook it till the next day and then the next day, put that thing in a slow roast for like four hours. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then just ate it with like, you know, rent. Like uh, we had, um, uh, okay, I did bougie it up because the, the sides were like, you know, leeks and and uh, oh. <laughs> and like ah. shallots and that kind of thing. Ah. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, did, I, did, I, did, I did bougie leeks. it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Okay, so you wouldn't say you've got a specialty, but what did you make that you think turned out the best? Ooh. Yeah, honestly, not for nothing, man. Like the the best thing that I'll say, like where I like literally had to like, you know, I, I, I make good like meats in general. Like steaks are decent. Like I've never made a steak for someone who didn't go like, oh shit, that was a good steak. But I made uh like a curry, like a masala chicken or whatever. Like mm. straight old school Indian, like ground every herb myself stewed them down for like three hours this ran it burned the chicken up a little bit like the whole shebang whole thing when i ate that bro like i'm not not even gonna lie like i I literally just like i sat there and i looked at my lady and was just like yo yeah like i I couldn't even talk and she was like no it's really really good this is amazing it's the best i've had and i was just you know yeah I, i was feeling myself (laughs) <laughs> Yo, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I hear you talk mm. about the, how you, you know, you're you're good in the kitchen and you throw mm. down. You, you're good with these meats and right, hey, hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> here's the thing. I've stayed since 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 you and I've been big men. Since you and I've been yeah. big men, like not when yeah. we were you still living with our parents. Yeah, yeah. Since we've been big men, big people. I've stayed with <laughs> yeah, you like what four or five times. Yeah, I don't even know. Least, like I come least. out to New York yeah. and yeah. And not at one time this man ever cooked something like this for me. So Hey, you know, hey man, you know, you know what it is? It's when I when you come out and I see him like, oh, we gotta go out. I never in my head it never even occurs to me. Like I, I never even occurs to me like, yo, let me make this man a meal. Fair enough. Fair enough. Cause cause you've stayed with me a couple of times. I don't think I cooked anything. Yeah, so. exactly. You cooked yeah. me you cooked me up a cocktail though. True, <laughs> true, true. But then true say, you mm. know, you were the one who got me onto that that gin, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. The Hendrix? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is that's his way back then. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've I've definitely graduated from the Hendrix. But yeah, that was that was a that was a moment. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what okay, this is gonna sound random and Go for ridiculous, it. but I don't know if you remember this, but uh, what stands out for me, or one of the things I remember from mm. that particular trip, which, mm. if memory serves me correctly, was like 2006, maybe 2005, 2006, mm. is um, you and I watched that movie, um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, one night. <laughs> okay. We were just chilling. Mm. And I don't know if it's a function of, you know, or I shouldn't say I don't know. I think it's. I definitely know it's a function of one I'm aging and then also my sensibility. I'm I'm a pretty nostalgic and sentimental kind of guy. Okay. Right. And so sometimes I reflect on things that I can be, I can think to myself, Oh yeah, that, that marked a particular transition in my life. Mm. You know, I, that marked a change. I blah, 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 blah. And one of the things I remember is us sitting there one night, like we had been out or something and we came back to your spot and Mm. you know, we're Yo, let's just watch this movie. Some bandulu bootleg something. Yeah. So we watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And there was one point, like, 
early in the movie, like maybe like 20 minutes in, mm. he, he was wearing like this, like, polo shirt or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm by he, I mean Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. And like, I can't remember who said it first, but we both kind of looked at each other and was like, yo, that's a pretty dope shirt though. Like, yo, that polo looks really nice. Like, and we had like a two, like, like, like two, three minute conversation about, about this dude's outfit. About yeah. this dude's outfit. <laughs> how the clothes fit nice. And in hindsight, like, I don't know why that stands out in my brain, but mm. it's also one of those things where it's like marking a transition in my life where I'm starting to consider things differently and look at things differently. Look at myself, look at, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Just appreciate things, you know, something, you know, sometimes material things. I can't lie that I got a little bougie in me too, you know, Mm, that mm. I I wouldn't have appreciated before, you know, but like, I can't remember before watching a movie and thinking, yo, that guy's outfit look kind of tight still. Right. 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 But, but I, anyway, Random things, random <laughs> things I remember. Random things I remember. All right, oh, good. Alongside the fact that you had never made me no food. Hey man, it's, you know next time, next time. Right. <laughs> when, when the borders open again, we'll, <laughs> we'll rectify. All right, so back to the food. Back to the food, though. Okay. So, okay, so you said you made you threw down with this uh, with this curry. Mm. Um. So, what's next? What is the next thing you're looking to do? Next thing. I mean, honestly, yeah, like, you know what? So here's the thing. So I bought, um, I've got like maybe like five or six cookbooks, right? And really up until this quarantine, I never gave any of them a look past like, like they were like one was like, one was like a, it was like Scandinavian food, but it was like a cultural cookbooks. It was like food and cultural shit. So I, I read through the book, but I didn't actually try any of the recipes. I have like some Asian book, like Asian cookbook that's got like, things from damn near everywhere from cambodia to china to this one that one and then uh so then recently when this when the quarantine started i got this um or partway through i got this jamaican flavors book called like original flavor or whatever anyway um yeah so i picked this book up and honestly like i know that the next several things i'm going to make are from this book but what which one i'm going to pick i have no freaking idea mm. but i know that i know that uh you know like i it already it got me i made um whole snapper yeah like maybe like what was it a week ago or something like that that one did mm. make it to ig that one did get posted yeah 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 i saw it i saw it i saw it yeah um, and uh yeah so you know so you know, the, you know my guess is it's gonna be something else from that book bro yeah yeah something to stir up memories <laughs> yo so it's funny because you know yvonne and i were sitting here earlier today and so like you know i i'd seasoned up my snapper mm. you know pretty simple like i didn't go all crazy you know salt yeah. pepper some jerk seasoning some thyme some mm. garlic stuffed inside of it boom 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 wrapped it on foil flung it on the barbecue right right so you know pretty simple. which i'm jealous of that barbecue by the way yo yo i'm like yo. I, I, the first time i saw a picture of that damn grill i was like yo. this mother lover right here yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway go ahead so <laughs> You know, while we were sitting here, and listen, because I'm an honest man, it was good, but yeah. maybe slightly overcooked. Like, okay. I might just slightly overcooked a little bit. But anyway, we were sitting here and we were eating, and Ivan was like loving it and loving, like, you know, the juices run out. And I'd made some, like I said, I had a sweet potato, I had some plants in, I, you know, I had some um, asparagus. Mm. You know, and she was like, oh, my God. And, you know, I put some butter on that potato and she'd be dipping it in the fish sauce. And she was like, yo, like the juices that run out of the fish. And mm. she was like, yo, this tastes nice. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, and then, so we were just talking about it. And I said, you know, as much as, yeah, I want to make food or, yes, I, you know, she was, let me pause and say, because she was thanking me. She's like, oh, babe, thank you for dinner. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And as much as I like feeding you, mm. As much as, you know, I want to see you happy, a, a big part of this, particularly even how I prepared this fish, like this wrap in the foil and I'm eating straight out of foil. Like this is a nostalgia bomb. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is, you know, whichever trip in Jamaica, mm-hmm. it, it's just like, it's overwhelming for me. And yeah. so I, I find myself doing more and more of that. And so I'm assuming it's a similar thing for you. Mm. You just cut out. So I didn't hear any. Oh, of damn. Oh, man. See, you know, I was trying to, like, just disconnect, and then I guess it didn't work out. So, all right, my bad. Yeah, no worries. No I'm worries. Kidding. I'm no kidding. worries, I'm kidding. asshole. I'm kidding. 
<laughs> anyway, um, no. So what I had said was um, that, like, yeah, for such a long time, for so many years, I've been intimidated to make traditional, like Jamaican or West Indian food. You know, because between having you know your mom or Aunt Dar or going to Jamaica and having like you know the pit jerk or whatever, like I was always like you know whatever i just felt like nah man i can't do that i don't even know i'll like i've made sushi i've made like thai dishes i made all sorts of other shit but i was always like oh jamaican food i don't know honestly that's like pandemic because kind of like i gave me put <laughs> yeah 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 but, yeah man so you know and it, it's funny because like the food has always been so important to me. And, you know, it's, yeah, as the years have gone on, I've been like, okay, I need to, and part of it too was there was, when I was living on my own yeah. and it did, and it didn't look like I was going to, you know, partner up. So I was like, oh, yeah. But I was like, I need to know how to make my favorite dishes. Mm. So I, I slowly but surely started, you know, just some, you know, trying a thing sometimes it was stuff from memory sometimes it was experimenting sometimes it was looking up recipes sometimes it was calling up my mom and yep. saying yo i want to do this thing how do i do this thing and you know like i haven't i haven't done are you a rundown fan i, I can't remember if you like you rundown. know i i do like rundown never once i'll try to make it but i love me some rundown yo producers know in jamaican cuisine uh rundown is a dish made with coconut milk reduced coconut milk um, to be exact uh, mackerel some people like codfish but you know my mom always made with mackerel or preferred using mackerel so i think it's better with mackerel um you know onion tomato seasonings thyme scotch bonnet pepper fling that in there for a little a little bit of heat um goes really nicely with uh Dumplings, breadfruit, yellow yam, any provisions you're into, really. Um, yeah, it's a kind of dish you do not see often. Um, in fact, I can't remember ever seeing it on a menu at a Jamaican restaurant in Toronto. But you know what? If you see it, um, that's probably a restaurant that's really trying to do it proper. Um, you should take a, take a try if you get a chance. All right. Back to regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, so that's next on my list to try. Mm. That's that's my next thing, and part of part of the allure for a rundown for me too mm. is that rundown is one of those dishes you never see at restaurants. Right? Yep, like yep. You, you never go to a Jamaican like every Jamaican restaurant does the same things. I'm yeah. actually kind of tired of most Jamaican restaurants. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like I would I would much rather and I, and listen, twenty year old me can't believe would would die if they knew as about to, what I'm about to say right now. Mm. Like I would much rather go to almost any Caribbean restaurant. But a Jamaican restaurant. There's some, there's some exceptions. Like when I'm when I'm craving a specific thing, like a specific Jamaican thing, yeah. That you know maybe I don't make well or I don't have time to make. Sure, I'll go to a Jamaican restaurant. Mm. But I much rather I don't know, man. Because I go to because it's just the same old, same old, same old stuff. And sometimes it's like mediocre, man. Like mediocre jerk, yeah. mediocre this, mediocre that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say I feel you because like I'm the same. Like I feel like. I feel like most Jamaican restaurants you go to, because they don't even have that many of them in the city anymore, but uh, most Jamaican restaurants, you know, you're going to get an Escovis fish. You know, you're going to yeah. get an oxtail that, like, may not even really be a good oxtail. You're going to get, yeah. you know, some curry chicken or curry goat or, or curry lamb. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's like, whatever, you know. So, yeah, like, I, I don't even mess with Jamaican restaurants, to be fair. Yeah. All right. You made me, made me feel slightly better about myself. <laughs> so... So, you know, this this whole conversation about, like, food as a comfort thing, yeah. um, you know, and the whole nostalgia issue is, you know, think, you know, thinking about that period when I was on my own, and, mm. you know, so I started making up, cooking all these foods. One of the things it made me think about, or it makes me think about, is the fact that growing up, I used to specifically, like, when people used to ask me, what I was looking for in a woman, like mm. what my future life partner would look like. Mm. I used to say, doesn't, it doesn't matter what she looks like. I just need a woman who can make me a good cornmeal porridge. <laughs> like that, I, that's, that's all I used to that, If she could make cornmeal porridge and make it proper, everything else would fall in line. Yeah. That, that's the joke. That's a joke I used to make. Yeah, I used to tell my mom that I used to make her laugh. So, you know, 
this is the segue in a way to the big question I wanted to ask you. Oh boy. Now go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So you and I, Mm. I don't even know when we had this conversation, but both, you know, we had this conversation speaking about how we both grew up feeling like, and dreaming about like, or I don't know if it's dreaming might be a big word, but thinking that when we got married, we were going to marry a Jamaican woman. Yeah. Like how important it was to marry a Jamaican woman or a person of Jamaican background. Mm-hmm. As it's turned out, neither of us has done that. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. <laughs> right. So, um, how do you feel about that, man? Uh, how do I feel about it? I mean, to be fair, like, nowadays I don't feel anything. Like, I mean, if you'd ask me, you know, 10 years past or something, or like, time I ever dated a white chick or something, you know, maybe I'd be like, oh, I feel like a failure to my family. <laughs> yeah. right. Um, But, you know, I mean, like, you know, as it is, you know, we're in, you know, 2000 now, you know, I mean, shit, man, it is what it is, guy. I don't, I, I, I think... You know, I feel like I'm old enough now to realize that, like, you know, when you find somebody, like, if you find that one for you, like, maybe that one fits all the box, tick off the like the the boxes you think should have been ticked off, you know. Um, and in that case, you know, you know, clap you on the shoulder and good job. But then, you know, I think sometimes, you know, you find somebody that ticks off the boxes that you didn't even know that you wanted ticked off until you meet that person, and in that instance. Like for me, you know, it just so happens that the things that I didn't even realize that I valued and wanted, you know, they, they didn't necessarily come in a Jamaican package, you know, and that's no disrespect, you know, because I, I still, I love my sister and I, I love, my, I love Jamaica and I, I love my peeps, you know, but it didn't work out that way. So, yeah. yeah. And um, so let me back up a second. Mm. When you know when you used to have that idea in your brain about okay you're gonna marry a Jamaican woman yeah like wh- like why like what was the reason what was your rationale I mean you know for I would I want to say like honestly like it's it was almost like a subconscious uh, subconscious family thing right because I mean like you know you think about our right? like you know it's it's just kind of what people talked about like no one like you know what about like my aunts are going to Jamaica and seeing like my grandmother, Uncle Jane, like our uncles or whoever, you know, like, you know, I, I think it, it's just like I had so much to Jamaica that I was like, well, of course, like I want to be married in Jamaica. I want to get married like on a Jamaican beach with a Jamaican woman who can <laughs> who, 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 you know, make me Jamaican food while singing Mango Time. And so it's just I feel like, you know, when I was young, it just it just felt like that's what needed to happen for my life, you know, like for culture and everything. It was just like that was what needed to happen. Yeah. yeah, but and honestly, to be it was, it was super late. Like, I mean, I didn't, you know, the first time I stepped away from like, you know, like dating like either Caribbean or African woman was 2004. You know what I mean? And, and I did it under duress. <laughs> <laughs> so, dating under duress. That's yeah. like a reality show, guys. <laughs> yeah, I was. I got. Yeah, you know, whatever. Some, some, some yeah, some woman just you know badgered me until I said yes, but <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, that's a whole that's a different conversation. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, no, no. Um yeah. Um so what was I gonna say to you? You know, it, it's interesting. Mm. Because I you know I think for me it's you know similar dynamics. You know, like I you know I, I, for the longest while, I couldn't even conceive mm-hmm. of like marrying somebody who wasn't Jamaican or Caribbean. Like that just seemed like yeah. an impossibility. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I like, I reflect now on how it actually kind of limited some relationships for me. Like I, like in my, um, in my late teens, early twenties, I dated this uh, Filipino woman 
or girl mm. or whatever, whatever, you know, at the time yeah. we met, I don't know, whatever. And like it, it inhibited like the possibilities I could give to that relationship. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just like this, like I, in hindsight, I look back and I was like, yeah, like I couldn't fully give myself to so many of these relationships that like if they weren't, if they, because they didn't fit that, that ideal, it's like I wasn't about it. Like yeah. I was only halfway about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah you say that because like i know like even with like i said you know i made the i kind of joked about it like you know it's a different i was saying about uh you know the first white chick i dated in 2004 and you know like it was it was definitely a, an eye-opening relationship for me in multiple ways but um like i'll you know to keep on track with the topic for right now anyway is i know for probably i want to say like we dated for like almost four years and like i want to say for like probably the good a good first year of the was me kind of like, you know, subversively kicking myself like, oh my God, you're letting down your family. Oh my God, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you know, and that, and that to be fair, relationship lasted for a while. You know, like I'll definitely say that that shit played itself out like multiple times in our relationship where it'd be like, we get into an argument and I'd be like, oh, this is it. This is why, you know, <laughs> this is why you shouldn't have done this. This is the punishment you get. For dating the devil. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and you know, one of the interesting things for me too is, you know, I did one. One of the turning points for me is I did, you know, have this long, involved relationship, a very loving relationship, I think, yeah. actually, but with a woman of, uh, you know, Jamaican background, mm. where everybody thought we were going to get married. You know, I'm mm. not going to call names, but you know who I'm talking about. Yep. Um, you know, everybody thought we were going to get married. And even though, you know, part of me was like, yeah, maybe, but also part of me for various reasons was like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and when the relationship came to an end, you know, it was like almost six years. And I remember being like confused, like, Oh, Jesus. Like, like what am I like not only was uh you know the the kind of emotional devastation of this relationship that you had been so invested in coming to an end but also like so do you mean I gotta go find another Jamaican girl like it was like (laughs) that like that was one of the things I thought about you know it was this very it was very weird it was very weird and it's in hindsight weird at the time it made all the sense to me right right like that you know, things have to follow this progression, mm-hmm. you know, but then, you know, after that relationship, I ended up dated and had relationships with women of all different backgrounds and ultimately, you know, ended up in the marriage that I'm in now. Yeah. So, and a lucky man at that. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now, yeah, um, I'm going to speak for myself here before I, you know, turn it back to you. Okay. But so like, I'm, I'm happy. Mm. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to ask you the question. And then, okay. So, you said you, you, you've left that idea in the past. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do you, do you think there's what things in your life would be better? Maybe you don't want to answer this, mm. but what would be better if your partner were Jamaican? <laughs> uh let's see <laughs> sorry I, had, I was i was trying to think if i should give you a smartest answer or like my <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what would be better um i mean i'd say i'd say you know i actually and that even depends because it depends on the era of one we're talking about i would say in an ideal scenario i would have more like home style, like more food that I remember from growing up, like Jamaican food or whatever now, right? Um, maybe hear some more reggae playing on the, you know, on the radio or whatever, on the, you know, more 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 kind of culturally familiar tunes or something, you know? Yeah. But but that's all for me, honestly, comes with a huge caveat because I feel like, and this is, again, I'm going to go left with this combo on the first side of this topic, it's but I feel, like, I feel like, to be fair, the one of the other things that I've noticed as I've gotten older is that they're comparatively, and this is 
both Caribbean and non-Caribbean women. Less and less women that I've encountered that, you know, even know how to cook worth a damn. Or Ooh, hot take, or, hot take, hot take. <laughs> I, I just want everyone to know this is, the words and opinions expressed in this podcast do not represent me. <laughs> they are not my words and opinions. Unless they come directly out of my mind. Okay, continue. All right, go ahead. Look, I'm, look, I'm not saying there are, hey, you know what though? There, there are plenty of, there are plenty of lovely women that do but I'm not you know, That's the sound of you backing that up. Nah, I'm saying there are plenty of women that do. But I mean, like, you know what? I think I think here's the problem part of the thing that I that I find though is, you know, guys guys are afraid to like, you know, say Ooh. things flat out, right? Because, you know, whatever, like whatever like you don't want to sound like too you don't want to sound too like old school or traditional or like closed-minded or chauvinist or this or that and third and or and then on the other side but it's like i, I feel like you know I, I think some to some extent you know ladies kind of don't don't want to take as hard a look at themselves as you know you know as maybe they should <laughs> and, yep, and you know what guess what i'm in new york so i can say this because it's just in canada <laughs> Me like you remember that's that you know you know that song Cook? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yo, I let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, cuz you know how many times when I have because I have a I have a play I have like mad playlists, right? So I have a playlist, like one of my Spotify playlists is just called my like Jay's Reggae Bashment, right? And, and every time I am in that playlist, I find that song because I have it in there and I just cook. <laughs> Yo, I play that track over and over because facts, bro. <laughs> yo, guys, yo, yo guys. Let me tell you about that saga. Because yeah. you know, our mothers, you know, are <laughs> are you know, church going, God fearing yeah. kind of women. Yeah. Dance hall is not their flavor. Mm-hmm. Like dance hall is not their flavor. You know, yeah. I'm sure that the occasional tune might sweet my mom a little bit, right, but right. no, that's not her flavor, right? Mm-hmm. I will never forget. I was riding in a car with my mom. She was dropping me at work mm. when, and we were listening to like this uh, local Toronto college radio station that had like, I think the program was Morning Ride. Right. But anyway, it's, and it was like, they played all like reggae, soca, calypso, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff, dance all. And that song came on and all my mother, Bridget, mm. was like, yes. You tell them. <laughs> that's how it's, yes, you're supposed to be able to cook our food. Yeah. Like she just, and I was like, wow. Like, mom is all about this song. But, yeah. yeah. And, bro, and the thing about it is, like, not for the, and I mean, not to, not to make, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try and make it light for the ladies and stuff, but, like, all jokes aside, like, yo, what was that? Fucking, like, 97, bro? 96? <laughs> like, like, that's a long time. Yeah. That song didn't come out in 2019, bro. Like, 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 people have been dropping the cooking ball for a couple of decades now. So, so whatever. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. So, um, so my follow-up question um, to that, or, or, you know, the opposite question is like, so, um, you're as, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Mm. but you're booed up Mm -hmm. with, you know, you know, a woman of Italian persuasion. Correct. So... You know, I asked you, what do you think you're missing? Mm. How has your life been enriched by the fact that your partner is not of the same background? So, you know, hmm. so I'll say actually a few things, right? So, like, I'll say it's been, it's enriched in spite of the fact that we're from two different backgrounds. Because, mm-hmm. once, you know what I mean? Like, cause I, I, I do want to make the distinction. I like, I never, I never went out looking for, you know what I did? Some white chick or like, you know, getting all linked up with, you know, some, like a not. It wasn't, it was never like, you know, even, even after I, even after my first experience, it was never something where I like was like, ah, this is going to be my flavor now. Like, you know? Yeah. So, but I will say that, Having now been in a relationship for over three years now, like one, um, I think the dialogue that we have and the way that we speak to each other is actually is probably the most honest that I've had in any relationship, white, black, you know, otherwise, 
you know what I mean, with a person. So I, and I don't know if I should say that that's specifically, you know, related to like, you know, her ethnic background. Like, I just think, I think that I found, you know, like I said in the beginning of when you first asked this question, you know, sometimes you find that person that, that ticks off boxes you didn't even know you, you had or checks off boxes or whatever, you know, like we, we vibe on so many levels that transcend our cultural differences you know that it 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 negates it it nullifies any any of the questions that i might have had or like things that i would be like ooh but you know do you you know do you know this or that you know it 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 actually the connection that we have actually supersedes it and i mean it doesn't hurt that to be fair she can cook her ass <laughs> but but outside of that you know like we just have so many other interests that align that it's like it it's that i we love each other in spite or or not despite in spite i don't know i, I know the subtle, subtle difference between the two but mm-hmm. but in spite of the cultural differences you know we we find each other connected on so many levels you know yeah 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 no <clears throat> yeah i think you know i think for me it's been similar in a way yeah like i think i think to a certain degree you know, you know, my wife, uh, you know, for the folks who may not know, you know, it's Chinese background. And I think there was an element of actually, you know, maybe even resistant at first mm. to even um, pursuing this relationship, partially because this latent idea was in the back of my lizard brain. But once in the relationship, you know, it's... uh yeah, it, it, it's it, you know you re, you know and it might also be a factor of I'm a little bit older in life and mm. you know what actually is important to me because as much exactly. as I joke about having a woman who could make cornmeal porridge, right? You know that really is not important. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's, a, that's that my, yep yep. I I can do that my damn self. And then actually the reality is you know there's nothing like if there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing that's going to say just because someone is, you know, the same cultural background that mm-hmm. you know, everything's going to be cool and, you know. And then I actually have found it fascinating how things have played out. Like I noticed cultural differences and, you know, our different approaches. Mm. You know, some of them are I can chalk them up to a cultural difference, but right. it's been a le- it's been a learning thing to to mm. all. You know, mm. it's been fascinating. Like, oh wow, yeah. I yes, you could do it that way because of X, Y, Z reason. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, you know, and, and and I don't want to cut you off, but I'm about to anyway. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> but, uh, but but no, you know, you what you said is actually so spot on though, because like it, I didn't even I wasn't even touching on that stuff, but I think that, or I barely touched on it, but I think that like, it's so true. Like being able to see and learn other points of view, like, I feel like it's, it's an experience that's brought into my mind and makes me a better person as well. You know, like, you know, being around, you know, a culture or other people who have cultural and personal perspectives that are completely foreign or, or in some ways completely foreign to like, you know, the perspective that I've known most of my life. It's like, Oh shit. Like, like, huh. There are different ways you can see the world. There are multiple, and maybe even I don't agree with them all. But at the same time, it's like, oh shit, you know, this is how other people see things, and it's like, okay, so now I can either vibe with it or maybe I don't vibe with it. But at least it, it's a learning experience for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and and something about just like in terms, I forgot exactly how you worded it, but about just like um, you know, kind of feeling like, you know growing up feeling like, you know, like you, like you, this kind of almost like a pressure or whatever, not to kind of, you know, continue, continue on with, you know, like cultural homogeny, let's say, but, um, you know, all things being fair, like, look, my parents, two born and bred Jamaicans divorced, you know, my, yeah. you know, my cousin's parents born and bred cousins. I'm talking about you, brother, you know, yeah. born, and bred Jamaicans, <laughs> yes. born and bred Jamaicans divorced, yes. you know, like, yeah. so, you know, there's no, I don't think there's any, um, guarantee of just because you have cultural identity shared or shared cultural identity that somehow that's going to yield a positive union or a not positive or, you know, or it doesn't guarantee a positive union and having a di- different cultural identity doesn't necessarily mean that you're somehow betraying things and you're going to, it's going to be, you know, crash and burn in flames. You know, sometimes, sometimes that difference is exactly what breeds success. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I not to not to uh, backtrack on anything I've said. Yeah, right. But I will say this though. Mm. Occasionally, I'm out on the road, you know, and um, like the most the most recent time I can remember this happening is I was at uh, I was at, at this reggae party with Alistair actually, yeah. and uh, you know we were standing there, we're holding a corner, you know, mm. just vibing. Yeah. And I saw saw this Empress man <laughs> from across the way. Yeah, yeah. And she had dreads. And I couldn't smell her, but I imagine what she could smell. Mm. I, you know, she just had this look. Mm. You know, and I was just like, Woo, that's someone I you've got Kalaloo at home. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. then she just gave off that vibe. <laughs> and yeah. I was just like, man, there was there was a there was a almost a primal yearning in my mm. belly. I was just like, yo. Yeah, like, okay, whatever. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, don't get. Hey, listen, don't get it twisted, because I will say this: like, a, you know, people are still people, right? So, like, man or woman, you know, you, you know, people, you're gonna find beautiful people in the world, right? But yeah. I will definitely co-sign and say that, you know, there's 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 definitely something special. Like, I know, like, some there are times when I see, like, you know. Yeah, like it's a, a fucking Nubian goddess, bruh. Like maybe it's maybe it's the fro, maybe it's the dreads, maybe who knows what whatever it is. And I'm like, yo, this is like Caribbean Central, like coming live and in the flesh right now. And like, yeah, there's like there's like some guttural part of you that's like like or not guttural, but like a fundamental part of you that's just like what, what? Yeah. Yeah, and, then, yeah, and then then you then it passes because you know at the end of the day. You know, you can have that feeling a million times over, but you can't have it with people, so. <laughs> right. And then, you know, on the other hand, too, there was one day, like, and you're speaking about how we have these visceral reactions to yeah. things. There was one day, this is a few years ago, I was walking home from work. You know, and I was walking, I was walking, I was walking, and I saw this woman in the distance. Mm. Like I was on the north side of the street, and I saw this woman in the distance crossing from the south side to the north side. She was cr- cutting across the street, jaywalking. Okay. And she was wearing like a kind of, it was summertime. She's wearing like this summer dress thing, you know? Mm. And as she was crossing the street, I was like, damn, like, like it hit me hard. Like just mm-hmm. was like you know. I I don't want to get too objectify objectify, <laughs> but I liked what I saw. You know what I mean? Right, the legs. Right. You know, I'm a legs man. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, and I was just like, mm. and like, just when I was like, whoo, who is that? Blah blah blah. I looked close and realized, oh, it's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's yes. like, <laughs> that's perfect. That's actually, that's, like, that's a perfect that story. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, so yeah, you know, and, and the thing too, when I think about when I, you know, when I was with, you know, Jamaican person, woman, yeah. you know, you know, yep. it didn't stop, it, you know, it didn't stop me from, you know, being on the street and seeing something else and being like, mm, you know what I mean? So, mm. whatever. Um, I, you know, I, here's the one thing I do miss. Mm. There's, there's one thing, if I would say there's one thing I miss, is occasionally I'm sitting here and I'll say something and I look up and she's looking at me like I'm crazy. And then I realize it's because I said something in Patois. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and I was like, oh, what did you say? And so that instant understanding and familiarity with things yeah, is, yeah. The only, is, the, is perhaps the one thing I'm like, oh, okay, wow. That would be nice, but, you know. Whatever. Yeah, that's fair. That's definitely fair. But, you know, it's funny, though, man, because I'll, I'll honestly say, though, that like I feel like those are differences. Like, for me, I feel like the minuscule differences, you know what I mean, in the, in the grand scheme of things, you know? Yeah. So, but, because, yeah, like, I mean, I've definitely... You know, I haven't had like I haven't really had like any like patwa moments with, with my lady, but like I've definitely had like moments where you know maybe I'm I you know I, I keep up to date on news and stuff. So like I'm reading articles that have to do with either like stuff going on in Jamaica or stuff going in America or around the world, you know, whatever. Like and you know maybe they're like 
their quote quote black people issues, but they're really just human right issues. But you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. um, you know, like I'll catch myself sometimes like different times and I'll be like, Ugh! and then like I hesitate and then I'm like, man, whatever guy, you know, you're on this ride. So you're, you're what I feel, you know? Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying. Yes. But, yes. But uh, yeah. So like, but it's, but, and this is where I say again, though, where it's like, you know, it's interesting. I think ultimately, no matter no matter what your flavor is or who you're into, I kind of feel like you, like I know for myself, and you had said it earlier, you know, I, I know when I was, you know, younger and was like, all right, I will limit my dating pool because I have to, you know, I have to be with a black chick from the Caribbean, ideally English-speaking Caribbean, <laughs> like that whole thing. Like I realized, you know, in hindsight that I closed off so much in terms of yeah. like the rest of what would make me happy in life. You know? Yeah. So, and, and, you know, now fast forwarding to 2000 now, you know, I, I, I would, I would be a liar if I said I had a single regret. Like I don't have a single regret. Like I'm, I'm good, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Same, 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 same. <laughs> and this pandemic has brought this stuff home, man, because mm. I'm with this person all the time. Yep. And you know, woof, woof. Mm. I hear stories about people's relationships falling apart, and yeah, bro. I'm just, I'm just like so grateful for the <clears throat> partner I have in my life, and you know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm. same, same. But, but, uh, yo, man, yeah, that is all I had to talk to you about, really. I one other question for you and then we're pretty much done man and then you can go about your business you know you oh can go boy. drink your juice or you know, whatever <laughs> alright go for it but um, actually two questions right. two questions I lie <laughs> I'm curious getting back to this pandemic mm. is there a piece of art whether it's a TV program a movie a song or whatever that is particularly moving you or grooving you or making you feel good or helping you, you know, get through this pandemic. Huh? Interesting. One piece of song or movie or TV or something. I mean, honestly, yo, like I, I can't even say there's one specific thing. Cause I've a, I've probably watched more in time during this pandemic than I think in the previous, like, I don't even know a year or several years, you know what I mean? Um, like right now I'm on this peaky blinders business, but you know, that's a whole, ah. that's a whole thing. But, um, in terms of like, in terms of like a tune or something, whoo, actually, yo, actually, you know what? Yeah, like I've had phases. Like I've definitely, I'm definitely also listening to more music these days. And, uh, you know, I've, I've finally succumbed to modern hip hop. Cause I kind of, I kind of threw out everything that was after 2004 or five. Like I was like, nah, I, I was like, I don't, I don't listen. Like once auto tune became a thing, I was like, yeah, I'm done with that. I'm, I'm done with hip hop after that. And, um, I'll definitely say like, you know, I've definitely started like circling into, you know, a lot of like the, the, some of the younger guys now, but, um, this rap guy. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of been my, my jam of late, man. Okay. But, okay. um, yeah, you know, we'll we, we'll have another time with politics about we'll politics. I yeah. can tell you, yeah, I can tell yeah. you about some grime. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, final yeah. question. Go for it. What is your one wish or hope for the world post pandemic? Damn. I mean, other than other than better hygiene practices, no. Um, <laughs> like I'd say, um, you know, and it, it sounds maybe a little altruistic, and I and I've I've always prided myself on not having a sense of altruism and being like you know overly pragmatic about life. But I'd say if there was one wish that I had, it would be to listen to each other because, and I mean as people, you know what I mean. Um, because I think realistically, like pandemic, like schmandemic, like, I mean, I think, you know, everyone has, or did serious or not serious. This whole Corona thing is for, you know, whatever percentage of the population that's again, different discussion. But I think that 
what I've noticed because of quarantine and because so much like people have like kind of sucked into social media or tuned into social media so much and like have become a little somewhat more isolated. All these things that have been going on kind of without being chronicled are now being chronicled. Like, you know, like a lot of like kind of just racial, you know, whatever conflicts between whether it's police and civilians or, or, you know, black and white or, you know, whatever. Uh, men and women, you know, fidelity, you know, you got, you know, the Will Smith and Jada, for God's sake. But, but um, Oh, God. But, you know, I, I think that within all of this stuff, there's so many people that now, because everyone's kind of like, I, it's like been forced into like this pseudo isolation. It's like, you know, deep seated, you know, prejudices and like, you know, that are all kind of like being voiced by people that you would never have thought would have these kind of thoughts. And it's just made me aware, honestly, of how how little we really communicate with each other, whether it's black, white, woman, man, like, you know, privileged. It's, it's, there's so much lack of communication. So if there was one thing I would say that I wish could happen on the other side of this, it would be that, you know, we actually, as humans, you know, the time to listen to each other and learn from each other. Yo. That's pretty nice. Yeah. That's pretty That's pretty nice. Hey man, see look, um, it's, it's not it's not all about just me, you know, one and woman and cook, but you know, there's levels, bro. <laughs> I got layers, man. I got layers. Black and onion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yo, Jay. Yeah. Thank you for taking your time out to chat with me. I love you, man. You yeah. are um I don't know. <laughs> you're one of my peoples man you're one of my yeah. peoples you know this yeah. you know this yeah man of course of course you know love you love you still love you dearly bro like you know i say you know i i, I was you know i was never a brother by birth you know like i have a beautiful loving sister who i love dearly you know shout out to her by the way but um yep, but, yep, you know yep. even despite uh even despite childhood squabbles you know, I, I I've certainly come to look at you as like a brother from another mother for real, man. So you know, you're you're my cousin, but you're way more than that, man. So love you, bro.